As you might know, we love to expand your mind into films that you might know about or not know about. Our latest film jumps into the world of the unknown, and it's the 2015 Christmas comedy horror film. That's right, Krampus. That's it. A film about comedy, horror, and Christmas. So if you love B-movies, then you're going to love this Christmas-themed horror film. We follow the Ingle family as they gather for their normal holiday spirit. But when Christmas spirit starts to fade, we find out there's an even darker presence waiting for them. Grab your hot chocolate or maybe a little eggnog with some spice as we go down the chimney with a darker version of Santa. We're so glad you're back for another episode with our host, Laura Truman, Patrick G. Keenan, Carlisle Squeaker Hamrick, and of course, my name is Kent Smith. Each episode, we discuss a new film with our mystery guests from all over the world. Our mystery guests make up a lovely nickname to speak freely about their experiences as directors, writers, producers, DPs, and film experts from around the world. Welcome to Adult Beverage Podcast, where we will be talking films, new and old. He's looking at you, kid. Did we just become best friends? Yep. As well as anything else in the entertainment world, while enjoying an adult beverage in hand. Christmas. Oh gosh, I'm so glad you guys can oh, make it. You have no idea. Accidents all over the freeways and nothing mm. but crazy talk radio for six hours. <laughs> we brought you a little taste of home though, didn't we? Oh wow. Thank you. It looks wow. You're welcome. Come on, Linda. Move it, move oh. it. We don't have to keep the traffic jam going now. Well, let me help you. Oh, no, get that yes, uh... Thanks, right. Tommy. Sorry. Did you give the butler the night off? Did you? Uh-huh. Mom, don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah, we uh, brought Rosie. You don't have a cat, do you? It's fine, it's fine, right? It's fine. <laughs> Merry Christmas, girls. Come on in. Don't you look cute in your matching jackets? They're just a little cranky because the Steelers lost, so... Uh, Jordan, Stevie, why don't you tell your Aunt Sarah about your Presidential Fitness Award, huh? It's a good story. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, Ellie. So, what'd you ask Santa for this year? Really nice. It looks pretty good. It looks better. Um, toy car? Max is going to get a letter to Santa. Video games? Thank you. Phone? Dialysis? Thank you, guys. What do you like this stuff, Tom? Do you see anywhere? Yeah. Uh, Christ on a stick. Would it kill you to shovel your walk? I could have broken a hip out there. Surprise! Please don't be back. Oh, yeah, Dorothy, it's so great to see you. Yeah, well, your sister's no Mother Teresa, but at least she swings by every once in a while to make sure that I'm not dead. So where's the dog? I need to get Mary. Uh, it's it's in the kitchen. Help yourself. Well, welcome back to Adult Beverage Film Podcast, guys. And today we've got Patrick Keenan here hanging out with us. For a change. Nice. Patrick, yeah. good to see you. Yeah. And <laughs> Laura Truman. Hi. Yeah, that's right. Hello. And she's got her little cocktail going ready. And Philo. 
And Philo, that's right. And Philo's with her. And we've got uh, Carlisle Squeaker Hamrick over here, looking like the Beatles again. Squeaker! (laughs) You know, every every day it just gets a little longer. I know. It's it's a good look for you. I think you got to do what I did. I do the pandemic haircuts where I just like (laughs) shave the sides or just different parts of my head, just shave it there. For the mullet yeah. effect, we just don't want to know about that. That got a little bit different there. All of a sudden, your <laughs> your head went into a weird place, Kent. <laughs> usually does. It usually yeah. does. That's right. Yeah, leave my shorn scrotum out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't thinking about that one. So uh, last thing I was thinking about. But anyway, Good. I am thinking about Krampus. And that's what we're going to talk about. So let's get right in on it. And Yay. first of all, let's let's talk. I'm going to start with Laura. Laura, you know, I think this is your film. This is your kind of like right up your alley. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. tell us why you love this film. Um. Okay. So this is just a fun, like it's it's a tricky movie because you forget like 24 minutes in. I was like, wait, what kind of movie am I watching? What? What? I th- I thought this was a horror movie. Hang on. Hang on. This is just a wholesome Christmas tale. Okay, that's fine. But then <laughs> you get some more horror and it gets kind of crazy. It's a roller coaster ride, really. It is. I, I think I think that's a good way of describing it. And uh, Patrick, what's your thoughts on it? Uh I really, really like Krampus a lot. I saw it in the theaters and didn't know what to make of it because of what Laura was saying. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Except I didn't think it was a horror movie. I thought it was a comedy horror. And now watching it, I've watched it like five times this week because I have no life. Thanks, pandemic. (laughs) Um, The movie starts out and it's very much like a National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. You've even got the... The Republican uncle and his family coming over with their terif- uh, terrifying kids. But then the movie gets dark and twisted and becomes like this uh, perverse, inverted, it's a wonderful life. Yeah. Because instead of, uh, you know, George Bailey with his, like, I wish I was never born type of thing. I'm more dead than alive. You get a little kid saying, I hate you all. I hate Christmas. So that was the little trigger thing, and that sets the rest of the movie. That's in the, the Home Alone it vibe. Goes. Yeah, yeah. That's the um, Kevin. You're gonna sleep in the attic tonight. I went Aww. with uh, I went with <laughs> It's a Wonderful Life because they're both supernatural movies. Oh, Even yes. I call angels are supernatural. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Squeaker, yeah. what were your thoughts yeah. on it? Hated it. No, <laughs> go for it because I think we you know, might be on the it's same. Not. Path. It's not often movies nowadays like make my all time lists, and this I think might be my least favorite movie I've ever watched. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> like I, I'm gonna let y'all carry it today because I, I honestly don't even think I have anything negative to say because it just didn't it didn't do anything for me. I, I hate what? It. Um, wow! It almost fell asleep in the middle and turned it off. Like it was just I couldn't do it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. There you go. We hit a home run. I, right I gotta there. be honest with this. <laughs> yeah, no, it's good. I think it's a great way <laughs> to come in with this. And 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 I I'll be honest. This is not my like favorite film that we've covered. And and you know, but um, you know what what I do like about it is I love the the humor. And I thought you know it started out with this really cool humor, and then it flips. And I like that part about it. 
But I also don't like that part about it. So it's a <laughs> it sounds of, like your issue is with you, Kent. It, well, it is, and I think <laughs> I think the, the part with that is that there's the story sort of seemed like it flipped, and it it wasn't it didn't stay true to where it was going. Um, and you know the whole cramp. But I will say this: this opened my eyes to Krampus. Um, wow. From the whole, because I'd never heard of Krampus in my whole Welcome life. Welcome to the party. I, I yeah. was not aware of it, had not heard anything at all about it. And so it was kind of like uh, surprising. Um, I will say, you know, if I had to choose a Krampus movie, Rare Exports, which I think Patrick actually talked about on one of the podcasts uh, previously, was outstanding. And I loved the cr- and I would never have watched it had it's I not. really good. Yeah. It's you, really, yeah. really I really enjoyed it. That you you guys could have picked that one. It yeah. was on the list. And that, and that maybe that <laughs> maybe that will be one that comes into the you, you down the road. Christmas movies on your, your list. Yeah. That'll be next year's horror. That'll be next year's Christmas movie. Yeah. <laughs> but but I think there's some things about this film that are really charming and I do love the fact that it it touches on the innocence of a kid and his his dream and his um, uh-huh. his his you know wanting to believe in Santa and then others crushing that idea. You know, tell me your thoughts on what you guys thought about that whole tearing up of the um, the Christmas note. What? How did you feel when that was happening? How did we feel? Yeah, I mean, how did that? <laughs> besides, Squeaker was sleeping through that part, but yeah, Squeaker, you know. Squeaker nodded off for his first time. No, I'll, I'll walk it back. It wasn't one of the worst movies I've ever seen, but it was because um, you know, there's I've seen a lot of bad movies, but um, yeah, you have it, <laughs> not as many as me. It just didn't hit me. Um, no one's seen. I, that I thought, I thought they, it would if they had kind of worked with that a little more, it would have been better. I just didn't really get the. I never bought into any of the characters, anything they were doing. The kid, I don't think they, like, he knew he kind of wanted to feel the Christmas spirit, but I never really got, like. So, I really like the kid uh, that plays Max, what's his name, MJ, Anthony, Uh, and I found it very believable. Plus, I like that, if you've ever seen the movie Chef, with Jon Favreau, wrote and directed and starred in, he's the little kid from that. Uh, I like that movie a lot. Yeah. Oh, that one you like. Wait, we like the same movie? Wait. Squeaker Squeaker likes it. Hang on. Every, everybody needs you're not everyone. squeaker the boy who hates everything Every, everyone <laughs> I, I really chef. like chef actually chef was it's really amazing. it's really really good um and i like the kid in this movie at first i think it's just you go wow he's a little bit old to still believe in santa claus but then when you see the little sidebar with him and his grandmother and you kind of go all right it's their thing and uh yeah you know and he's questioning it obviously but uh you know, they've got their moments together where you go, oh, yeah, they really believe in, in Santa Claus. And yeah. So I assume he was your favorite character. It was the basically our protagonist in the film. Is that correct, um, Patrick? You know, I th- I think so because it's his story, mm-hmm. kind of. I like the grandmother, too. Yeah. Laura, Laura who's, who's your favorite character in this film? <laughs> God, here it comes. Krampus. So I really like sisters. Adam Scott a lot. I, oh, I like okay. him in everything. I think he's definitely my favorite character, but I really like all of the kids. 
um, from, from <laughs> David, David Keckner. How do you say his last name? Ketchner? David Keckner. Yeah. Keckner. Yeah. All of the kids did such a good job being super horrible. weird, super weird and horrible. Um, very convincing. <laughs> very convincing. Yeah. And two of them are actually sisters in real life, I think. Yeah. Yes. Uh, one the, from Max one family, is, one from the other. Yes. Uh, Max's sister and uh, I don't remember Stevie. if it was Stevie or the Stevie. Uh, or Jordan, but one of those two. Yeah, and they're Finnish, right? I mean, I think aren't they? Aren't they from? Uh, I'm pretty sure they're from the. They found them in that area, so they weren't. They were casting. They had a, with the exception a of the of the daughter that that plays. Uh, what's her name? Sarah? Is it Sarah? That's the daughter. Yeah, Sarah uh, no. is the uh, wife. Beth. Uh, Beth. Beth. Beth is the Beth daughter. Is the, uh, she, she had a, she, a very Finnish sounding name. Yes, and she is, and she was actually when they thought about filming this in the United States, they were looking at her, and and so she they'd already had her kind of queued up, and then for some reason the incentives or whatever might happen, they decided to film over, um, you know, overseas, and so that it worked out perfect on all aspects because then the other kids were picked up off of that and. Uh, you know, it, it's interesting to see how, like, you know, you grab local people when you're trying to work on something. So, um, well, they shot in New Zealand, though. Right. Right. Okay. Oh, she's from New Zealand. Yes. The girl who plays Beth. She's right. New Zealand. Okay. American. Yeah. You confused me with the Finnish thing. Oh that's yeah, I'm more sorry. Rare, I did say she's Finnish. Or and, rare she, and she is. A, yes. Yes. Um, the. Uh, oh, you saying she's finished in this town? She's finished or not <laughs> playing anymore. She'll uh, never work in this town again. Tony Collette was just amazing to me, and I, I was just captivated by her in this film. I, I thought she's she, always good. She, she always is. good, and she is. I, I watching this one, and and of course, I watched this in the theater, and then um, had not seen it in years. And all of a sudden, you know, I came back, and and it was interesting to see this this time, and go, all right. I know why I care. Like her, her characteristics make you really interested in her, her character, which is very unusual. Um, because sometimes that can be disturbing, you know, and it takes you away from it. But she was, her eye mannerisms are so good at like looking off in a way and making you believe that she's in the moment. Probably better than anybody I've seen, you know, doing that. I mean, she's very convincing at the haggard mom. Like I have had enough yes. of the shit. Could yes. you just shut up? <laughs> yeah. See, and I, I, I like all the actors in this a lot. And I hated every one of the, I thought, I don't think anyone did a great <laughs> job. Like, I think if you were a stranger who had never seen any of these actors in anything, and this is what you watch, you'd be like, oof. These are, these are not good. Wow. Actors. That is harsh. That is Yeah. So harsh. I, I believe I believe them all in their roles. Mm. David Koechner was like the poor man's Randy Quaid. Yes. Totally. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. He, he was the only believable one. <laughs> there were nods to oh. all sorts of holiday movies in this movie. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And and nods to the director's other movies, which I appreciated too. Like there were all kinds of little hidden like, like trick or hey, treat gotcha. stuff. And- yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I think God, it also yeah. goes back to Gremlins, you know. And there's a lot of like, uh, you know, playback to Gremlins when the characters they you know. sounded like Gremlins mm-hmm. when they were in the boxes mm-hmm. and like scritching. Yeah. <laughs> 
Scritching. 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 Now, how do you guys feel about, uh, cause I, I've seen the movie a number of times. Cause if I buy something on iTunes, I'm going to watch the shit out of it. Uh, <laughs> get my money's worth. That first scene with the, the complete chaos at the stores and, you know, salespeople awesome. full and stuff. I didn't know awesome. if it fit in the movie or not. It just seemed like, oh, we're going to do another one of these. Like, what was that one with the Schwarzenegger with the, the doll he's trying to Jingle get all the way. Yeah. Jingle all, like, I'm like, okay, is this going to be like Jingle all the way? But that and then all of a sudden it's like, no, it's about believing. Tone. You know, that sets the tone for like why we need to change. Like, we have <sighs> lost the spirit because like, look at this fucking madness. And they, those people were crazy. I don't know what they oh, told yeah. those people to do, but it apparently was beat the shit out of each other and <laughs> rip things funny. apart. It was, it was, it was pretty awesome. damn funny. It was <laughs> awesome. All right. I, I accept your explanation then of that scene. Uh, I, I think, I think that though was kind of a, I love that scene. It's just, to me, it's amazing. It's a really cool scene, but, but the other side of it is, it takes me out of the full story and it kind of feels like we jump back into another story. And these are, this is the one thing that I don't like about the film is that we have this segment and then you also have the part where it goes to the animation, which to me takes you out of each time takes you away from the story that you're trying to tell. Oh, but the, I know what you mean. I think people love that part. I know people love the animated sequence, but it also takes. I think it can take you away. Makes me cry. Yeah, makes me cry a little bit. You're right about the first scene, though, because I didn't expect a children's pageant to be going on in a mall. (laughs) (laughs) That part was unbelievable. So, like, I I just was like, what? What Why is this not at school? You need to go to more. You need to go to more malls in uh, where were they again? Where are they supposed to be? Like well, Ohio they used to have a lot of a lot of like in in yeah. malls. You would have in the center. They would have their Christmas show. Yeah, and yeah. that you know, I thought it was kind of weird yeah. that it was in a another room, but you know that they did, and I'm sure that's because of stages and they filmed this on stages. And I think 95 percent of this was filmed on stages. When so, I was a kid, we had a mall with a, a live theater in it. Wow. Is re- it was the fucking weird mall. Mm. Uh, but I used to go there because they had a comic book store down in the basement. And the basement oh. was like really darkly lit. And there was like maybe a little jewelry store, a comic book store, a post office, and a church. And, and, and it it's was amazing really what they were crazy. Amazing what was done in 1950. Um, <laughs> so- Motherfucker. <laughs> You know who's visiting you tonight? A Krampus. Krampus is coming. Krampus. Krampus has been. I'm gonna be, I have a I have a line on him. I'm gonna go go visit Kent and tell him <laughs> to, uh, the real meaning of podcasts. So, going to this part where the grandmother starts to speak, uh, you know, I, did that bother you in any way, or did you like the fact that then she comes out later and speaks in English? I figured she knew English the whole time. Like, yeah. grandmas are sneaky like that. She wasn't going to play all of her cards, especially to family members she didn't like. Mm. <laughs> Which it seemed like there might have been a lot of those. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Basically everyone think- except for uh, her son and her grandson. Because mm-hmm. they're all assholes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I kind of like the little twist where she she starts to speak in English, and then you know it's like you've been kind of lulled to sleep, thinking that she can only speak, you know. Well, squeaker German, was right? That was German, I believe. Am I correct? <laughs> yes, it was German. Yes. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, Ami, Ami starts uh, in her little animated sequence, and I thought that was really touching. I, I thought I li- liked it a lot. Yeah. And then you kind of get an idea of, like, oh, this is, this is what's going on, is it now? That, even that bothered me. I, so, <sighs> this happened to her as a child, right? Yeah. Yes. So she was a child. So, however many yes. years later. 60, whatever, you, and all this stuff starts happening. Yeah, she just falls asleep. She doesn't warn them about it. She doesn't tell them what's going on. She saves the story till the next day when two more kids have been Well, taken. she knows they're not going to believe her anyway, so why even waste her breath? Especially yeah, with the, you know. David Koechner throws a right. little mini hissy fit. Exactly. About, like, next she's going to talk about the rabbit Easter bunny and Easter, <laughs> rabbit Easter bunny. And that's after people have been killed and they've boarded up the house. Yeah, yeah. He still doesn't believe in that. Yeah. So, you know. Look, it's before that cookie enough. fight, I guess, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah since, we, right. since we brought the cookie fight in, let's talk about the cookie fight. Because that one I thought was amazing. I yeah. loved the cookie fight. I thought yeah. it was just so well comedy thrown in there. Um, you know, the fact that he's getting his ass kicked by the cookie monster, you know. And a nail gun. And Come a on. nail gun, yeah. yeah. Which was really kind of interesting. And, and I thought that's the thing about this film. There's, It's like it's like four films put together, and they had these ideas, and they sort of crammed them together. And it kind of works in one way, and then it kind of doesn't. So I can understand, like, where Squeaker's coming from, and then I can understand where Laura and Patrick are coming from, and how you like it or you don't like it. To me, it was entertaining. I really was entertained through the film. Yeah. It's not like a film that I go, this is, you know, uh, well, 2001 a- Space Odyssey. It's not a, you know, one of those kind of films. But well, it's not meant to be. It's not what I watch every Christmas Eve. Like, right. it's a wonderful life or, or you know. It's not going to be my new Christmas story, but well, it's, it's enjoyable. I, I mean, I'm going to throw it into the mix between Scrooge and a Christmas I totally story, am. But, I totally yeah. am. I I'll throw it somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah you, you, threw, you threw it away. <laughs> Sun's up, bitch. Now, you know, uh, Seth Green was one of the gingerbread men. Yes, that's yeah, right. Yeah, I read that. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty cool to it, think, you know, that he jumped in on it. And then uh, there was a couple other people that are... Semi-famous, but I can't think of their names uh, that were in there. That's because they're really semi-famous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're not famous, Might famous. as well be me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I thought there were some really good one-lines in this film, too. Like, there was, you know, some little, like, tidbits that would come in there and, you know, all the way through that kept you a little bit of a sense of humor and laughing and, and kind of staying with it. And then it makes this complete shift, you know, midway through the film. I'm not sure exactly what minute point was but when it made that shift i was like whoa it just rolled completely dark you know yeah, it got real dark and yeah, it's the storm about rolled some, in but did that the whole did, movie has these little little bits and pieces where they keep where they're leading you into the darkness because they t- keep talking about the sacrifice of christmas throughout the movie they must have said it like eight times eight different times throughout the movie and i like i usually don't think of it like the sacrifice of christmas Uh, it's uh you know the miracle of christmas it's not the sacrifice but uh when you start really watching it over and over and over again like me you start going like it it had little pieces of darkness and twistedness 
straight straight out the uh, out of the gate. But, well, don't uh, you don't you think this it is just a, gets real dark? Don't you think this is a story about a kid losing his faith in Christmas? I mean, that's what this whole story is about. He's losing his his faith in Christmas and in people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's why I said it's the reverse. It's an inverted. It's a wonderful life. It's uh, George Bailey. He thinks he's a. Uh, it's him that's the problem, and this kid is like, it's all of them. Right, the it's everyone else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want a world without them, without Christmas. And Krampus goes, I can make that happen. Yeah, I got there you, you go. covered. Uh, and it takes the you know him confronting Krampus at the end to to really change what's happened. Yeah, as it were. But we'll talk about the end. Okay. So what's everybody drinking? I know you know it's the holiday season, so you've got to be festive with Krampus. What? How about Squeaker? What you got going on over there? I'm drinking some scotch. Scotch. Yeah. Nice. Scotch. Scotch. No wonder you fall asleep during movies. Yeah. No wonder you're oh, so I started hateful. that afterwards. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> I got to I need a drink after that movie. <laughs> More than that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and Laura, what are you drinking over there? All right, so I made a, a special Krampus festive drink with um, ginger beer, like the hot, super hot ginger mm, beer. This yeah. one has um, cayenne pepper also in it. Ooh. It's hot. So there's some of that. There's some fireball for extra hot. And um, there's some Jim Beam for... Your asshole gonna be on fire in the Woo! morning. <laughs> It'll help burn. wake me up. <laughs> you gonna, you it's gonna, gonna be a fun podcast s- in about thirty minutes. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be on fire. <laughs> <laughs> we just see, we just see Laura blow up in flames. Yeah. <laughs> Spontaneous human combustion. And I'm drinking water. Oh, there you go. I'm a pussy. <laughs> I was gonna make some dark hot chocolate, but then I went. I'm a little warm. I'll I'm a little warm. Water. Just a little bit. A little, and then I fanned you know, when, myself. Oh. When you when you get to be a woman of my age, you start having these <laughs> hot flashes. flashes. Do you have having the night sweats? Over there. You have the night sweats now. Yeah. Uh-huh. The night sweats. I get mm-hmm. the Krampus. I get the Krampus so bad. Oh. Kent, what are you? What are you? What are you drinking? <laughs> well, after that, after I'm that. drinking a little bogle over here, a little a uh, little red wine here. So, yes, two thousand. I thought he was saying like, you remember that? You remember that kids game, Boggle? Boggle. It'd be funny if he held that up and he's like, I'm, I'm drinking a little bogle. I'm drinking the dice out of this Boggle game. Uh, <laughs> it's stuck in my throat, but it's all right. It works. It, it can works. I ask another drink question? Sure. Yeah. Dude, being the holiday season, does, does anybody like eggnog? Oh, yeah. I like eggnog. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right, quick uh, eggnog was... story. Quick eggnog Uh-oh. story for you. Uh-oh. Oh, You're never going to like eggnog again. <laughs> when I was a child, my mom goes, do you want some eggnog? And I went, Sure. She pulls it out of the refrigerator and goes, oh, it's two weeks past its date. Oh. She goes, and she takes a sniff and she goes, oh, it smells okay. I vomited <laughs> for hours and oh. hours after drinking no. this eggnog oh. and could not – I haven't been able to drink it since. Oh, understandable. I would, yeah. When, exactly. your, when something uh, like that comes oh. out of your mouth mm. – that's over awful. Over and over again. That is awful. Yeah, you could die. My mom's sense of smell sucked. Oh my wow. god! Could, could I die from bad eggnog? 
Yeah, I would I think, think yeah. yeah. It's got eggs in it. Now. That's on how bad it was. Eggs. You're a survivor now, Patrick. Yeah. <laughs> fear factor. Like I a, think it's fear factor. It's like a vaccine <laughs> for uh, egg diseases now. I, I've got it. I got the egg vaccine. diseases. I like that. Eggs. <laughs> Salmonella? Salmonella is one of them, right? Yeah. Yes. 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 So, so I, everyone else likes the nog, huh? Yeah. yeah. Good nog is good. Yeah. yeah. Good I, nog is good. Yeah. Mm. I made oh, homemade my. the other day for the first really? time. Really? Oh, yeah, it, it turned out really good. I I didn't have the right liquor to put in it though. I tried whiskey and it was not good at all. Oh no. So, so but without we threw the, the nog away good. and just drank the whiskey. <laughs> well, I, I I made the nog by itself and then I was going to mix the. So I still what's have in eggnog? That's the way to do it. What is, yeah. What's in eggnog besides eggs and nog? Eggs, heavy cream. Cream, spices, nutmeg. Mm-hmm. Nutmeg, cinnamon. That's about it. It's not vomit. Not really much in it. <laughs> I will say one of the best lines in this was uh, when uh, Aunt Dorothy says, "Where's the nog? I need Where's to get Mary." <laughs> yes, <laughs> I loved that line. You know, it's like she oh, came in. And I, she was so good in this too. Like, I mean, you know, I just I think she came in and added a little nice little I twist to it. I love her. Yeah. She did. She's always fun. Yeah. She just passed away this last year, didn't she? Yeah. Um, I think so. Jennifer, yeah. Yeah. October. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, this year's been the longest decade of my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, For everybody. <laughs> yeah. We're glad it's coming to a semi-end. Uh, yeah, because magically on April, or April Fool's, on New Year's Day, it's going to change. Yeah. That was April Fool's well, April Fool's joke. <laughs> <laughs> I get my holidays confused. Yeah, Patrick, yeah. Patrick watched Tenet this week, and it just sort of went reverse on him. So uh, all of a I haven't. That's my Christmas present to me. <laughs> so I'm gonna wait until. Is that your Christmas now. Day movie? Did this? Did this feel the Wonder little, Woman? Yeah. There oh you go. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did this feel Thank a little you. bit like National Lampoon and uh, Christmas Vacation in the beginning to you when the, you know all the characters started showing up? That's it felt like Home Alone. I said that already. Yeah. <laughs> but it felt like more like Home Alone to you or Christmas. That's what it felt like to me. But yeah. that's, you know, my go-to Christmas movie is more Home Alone than Christmas Vacation, although I like them both. But like the Except first thing the I thought of. of Home Alone because nobody leaves him until they die. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, but the, in the beginning of Home Alone, everyone comes to the house and it's chaos. Yeah. And everybody gets mad at Kevin and he runs off upstairs and then that's when they forget about him. But like that whole, like every, he's mad at the whole family. Mm-hmm. That really took me right back to the Home Alone. Like, I hate right. all of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just like little Max. <laughs> yeah. I think he hates everyone and Christmas. Yeah. Poor kid. Who who was your favorite creature in this? Because there were so many different ones that you know, which yeah. was one of the things that kind of bothered me too. It wasn't like Krampus wasn't. It was like his toys. It was all of these different things that became creatures and, and except villains. Krampus was Krampus was my favorite creature because yeah. when they did the those teeth, uh, he looked a little bit like the the mother from Psycho. <laughs> as, hey, an, I read as that a was a mask. Yeah, it was a mask. A, it's yes. a Santa mask that Krampus is wearing. Mm-hmm. Yes, because yeah. he's the shadow of Santa. So that's why, like, the mouth is constantly open. Mm-hmm. Oh, the teeth! And I thought it was cool when uh, Max has that one tear come down, and Krampus's claw kind of wipes it off, and you're like, ah, oh, 
Yeah. And then he's like, <laughs> just kidding. Well, <laughs> it's funny that you, you bring up, you know, the, the psycho aspect of it because there is, uh, you know, in the, in the domes, if you watch really closely, one of them is the Bates motel. Uh, not the Bates Motel, but oh, the that's house. Right, the little snow globe. The snow yeah. globe. There's a house, not the not the motel, but the house is in one of the globes. My TV's too small. To yeah. See that. So, <laughs> <laughs> kind, of, kind of a little playback to it too. So that's um, nice. I, th- I heard that the snow globes all had little famous houses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And would this have been okay? Because this is, a, I think, PG thirteen, right? Um, yes. Yes. Would this have been a better film if it was an R rating? Do you think, or do you think, uh, I don't think it, it works better? Been I don't think it needed it. I don't yeah. think it needed that. Like, what are you going to show? Blood splatter across the snow, or uh, I mean, a kid. I got mean, maybe eaten. a little bit. A kid got eaten anyway. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you guys didn't answer who your favorite creatures were. I, I dominated with Krampus. Yeah, we. I like skip- the bear. The, the bear? Yeah. Oh, the, yeah. Jack the bear the, with all the The jack teeth. in the box was my favorite one. It, it, it's, as cheesy as it was, it was like one of my favorites. Oh, the big one that the eats the one. kid? Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It was kind of, uh, you know, so big and long and, you know, just it was one of those. All uh, right, down, cowboy. <laughs> it was just one of those phallic symbols that you have to appreciate. You, you better get Popping yourself out of the under control. Oh, wait, wait, that was one. another blank in the box. One uh, drink and Kent's all like it was but, big and it was long, and, but it was it, it was firm at times, and it was made up times. of it was made up of two women and and the actual creature was made up of two dance women and one man that did the head. So there was three people wow. working that body. What were they sitting together? <laughs> working like that body. And they said yeah. it was really interesting <laughs> on set. They said it was really interesting on set because. When they would always do the scene of this, all the guys would end up being on set, and it was because the two, the two hot girls that were the the base of the body get out of the thing, and I guess they were just absolutely beautiful women that were doing it. So it's kind of interesting that that character becomes this whole symbol of one of the villains in the film. So. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going with it. Becomes this symbol of <laughs> ass leaving, to mouth. I'm leaving you for all that. But anyway. Oh my god! Yeah. The human centipede dancers. Exactly. <laughs> Squeaker, who was your favorite creature? I mean, pick one for me. I, I honestly don't. I, I couldn't pick one. What was that bird thing? Was that a fucking supposed to be an? It angel? was an angel. Yeah. Yeah. It was wow. an angel was ornament. Weird, ass, mm-hmm. weird looking angel. And what about the bag? So the bag's left on the porch, and then mm. you know we see the bag later on. What in the world were in there? I mean, you guys—the boxes that all the toys came out of to attack everyone. That's where they came from. Is the box? Yep. Okay. I I figured that out on the second watch today. I kept trying to figure it out, and I thought, well, maybe it was just the box where the grandmother kind of looks in the bag, and all those come out at her, even though they don't show it. It's a pretty deep movie. Uh, it's kind of like Inception with uh, <laughs> Christmas cheer and evil. <laughs> <laughs> all right, it does that. have dreams within dreams within dreams, so it's, it is... Well, we're going to get to the pretty? ending, because I don't know that everyone's going to be on the same page with the ending. Oh, I'm sure they're not. No. Well, let's get this day where we're at and, and talk about, let's talk about 
you know, Santa always comes down the chimney and the whole play of the chimney. Um, did you not think that that when the boy was going up the chimney, it sort of had like a little Willy Wonka kind of feel to that? Um, oh, the Augustus Gloop getting sucked through the tube yes. for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it did actually have that have that feel. And, I and did at the love same the, time, the you feel kind of good. Yeah. You feel good that that kid yeah. bites the big one by biting a gingerbread man. Yeah. 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 Like, and that's the way the, he should go. Yeah. Yeah. He's kind of a. You, you waited for gingerbread men to come out and go, oompa, 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 Well, this film, like, <laughs> bud, budget wise. <laughs> Uh, was like a fifteen million dollar you know film, um, and then of course it grossed like box office. I think it was like sixty one and a half million dollars. So, you know, from a financial standpoint, it was a success. Do you think this was a, as big a success now when you watch this film, or do you think, think it Laura was a has failure? The easy answer, and this would be an easy Laura for Carl. Yeah. I'm sure <laughs> Laura's got the answer to that. <laughs> I think it's a complete success. Yeah, I think it it works on all levels. It's going to be a new holiday tradition. But what about all those movies you just got the other day, Laura? Oh yeah. <laughs> well, it's I didn't know this was part of a franchise. Uh, there are like twelve of them. I don't know if <laughs> I don't know if they're related they're not. at all. They're not. Okay, oh, they're so not? But, none of them are related to it. This is the only. It's a oh. self, you know, by itself standalone film. And I thought Krampus Origins was like a continuation of the story or whatever. After but. this came out, there just was like a you know run oh, of like yeah, kind of lower budget kind of films uh, to try to you know kind of cash in on the cow and uh, and I think some of them have done that. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at, oh, okay. uh, at, at your local Dollar Tree, you may find several Krampusy titles. Um, so Krampus-y. if you're interested, <laughs> go ch- it, they're very Krampus-esque. Uh, yeah, but it not, sounds none much, of much them better than Krampusy. Krampusy. <laughs> but I, I did get some really good movies at the Dollar Tree the other day, and I'll save those for the end. But um, yeah, quality stuff. God, I can't wait to hear that. It's going to be like an incredible <laughs> two-headed transplant meets, you know. Oh, that one's on Prime. I don't need to buy that one. Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> With Rima Land? Yeah. I got to see it. Okay, I got to watch that then. <laughs> After Christmas. <laughs> you know, there was just lots yes. of little vignettes in this thing. And and one of the, I think we I kind of touched on it, but the one with the gingerbread was really neat. But it was also interesting to see the dog come into that, you know, because there was a yes. scene there, it was kind of scary, and all of a sudden the dog jumps in, and it's like, poosh, it goes back to, now it's not so scary. Yeah, um, yeah Rosie th- saves the day. There's a, a lot of parts in this film that I don't, I, there's things about this that bother me, and these are things that bother me. I thought you were going to say that you don't buy. <laughs> yeah. I don't buy. I don't buy, I don't buy. I don't buy either. <laughs> But like Krampus, I don't buy it. Well, the parts Krampus. that I don't buy is if my daughter was out in the, okay, and she, a blizzard. And I've already, first of all, I've gone and seen what this crazy creature's floating out there running around, okay? I know that's out there. I've already been out and seen the blizzard that's taking place. I think that I would be a little more concerned and I just didn't feel that the family was very concerned about the daughter being out there. And I I think squeaker probably feels the same way. And that sort of takes you away. Did that That not bother you? Did that not bother (laughs) you guys in any, any which way? It kind of did. They just kind of wrote her off and they were like, Oh, she, I'm sure she's hiding someplace or, uh, 
you know, I'm sure she, she found a safe place to hide. And it's like, you're looking at that house and it's like, there wasn't no safe place to hide. Well, she was and, under the truck you too, know, wasn't they, she? they want to remain calm because they know they're still in danger and they want to, you know, like, well, we got to take care of who we got now. Like, we don't know what's happened to her or if it's even worth it. This place is like, it's almost looked bombed. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and they're still that way when Howie disappears. Because first, you know, uh, David Koechner, Howard, goes Howard. to look for him outside. And then he comes back in. And then they have the snowmobile. We're going to get to the snow, uh, the snowplow plan. Yeah. And we'll, the car will find follow behind with everyone in it. And we'll find help. And we'll send it back for Beth and Howie. Yeah. Quigger, what was your thoughts on that? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I I didn't think they showed enough concern. It seemed like they were really concerned right away, and then and then suddenly it was just like, well, we're just going to hang around the house. Yeah, it almost yeah. felt a little bit like um, you know when you film things out of order that they forgot that they were supposed to be. <laughs> oh shit, we're concerned. Oh shit, we're oh. supposed to be concerned, and Crap. then you know they're just didn't, and that's what it felt like to me was as watching it from like the filmmaking side of it. You know, I get that that's not the whole story, and you're hopefully thinking that she's at her friend's house, and you're hoping that that's the you know the outcome. And I know they threw in a couple of things where oh you know she's a tough cookie, she'll she'll be able to handle it. But it still just felt like that just bothered me through the film of like, mm-hmm. I don't think you're being tied enough to each part of the story. And maybe with one more rewrite. And, and actually I read something online. I was reading it. it was like, that was one of the things that somebody talked about um, was, you know, uh, potential rewrites, you know, having a couple more rewrites to really fill this thing out to make it even better, you know? Um, but hey, that's that's part of it. You know, you make a film, it was entertaining, we all enjoyed it. So, you know. And most of this, 95% we didn't of this, all of enjoy enjoyed it. it. Yeah. 95% yeah. of us face just it. looked like he shat himself. <laughs> uh, 95%. Did you not hear what I said? I didn't like it. <laughs> Has my mic been on this whole time? Yeah. <laughs> I've just been talking to myself in this room. Uh, so. When you were like watching other day. when you were watching <laughs> yeah. the film, when you were watching the film, did you think that this was filmed on set, or did you think this was a location and and the house was like a thing? What was your thoughts on that? You know what I noticed today on on a bigger TV is that the snow looks like soap. Well, it's actually uh, Diaper? diapers. Well, no, I mean the snow Diaper falling product. on their faces. Yeah. The snow yeah. on their mm. faces looks like soap. On the ground, it looks you know. I know it's the that weird cottony stuff, but like on their faces, it looks like little blobs of foam. Yeah, I thought like that snow was, doesn't do that. Yeah, I thought the snow falling looked really realistic, and I thought yeah. their breaths looked. You know, they did a great their job breasts? of that. Yeah. The breasts looked great. They too. did look realistic. Squeaker would have stayed awake if it was breasts. Yes. <laughs> that was the problem. There was no nudity in there, so breath keep, was, keep him going the, there. Exactly. Yeah. The breath was done with uh, CG, which was nice. Yes, and it and it worked nice because sometimes it, sometimes it does not work, and you know with CG yeah. it kind of can yeah. backfire. I've seen some really bad ones, and you're like that. I was reading though that they filmed their real breath in a freezer. And then added that in. They did, as but the it wasn't effect. even it wasn't even the actual actors. They had other actors doing the lines, oh. and as they said it, it was. Their, we just need well, your breath. I mean, it's still their breath, yeah. It's <laughs> just their breath. Yeah. 
but it, it works because you get the feel that that's what it was. It does. And, it looked, I, I thought it looked, it looked really good. I didn't good. think it matched all that well, though. Like, their breath made it look cold, but the way they were crawling around on the ground, it didn't. Yeah, they didn't have. Know, it didn't, like, sell the whole scene, really. Yeah. They were being chased by toys that were going to yeah. kill them. Yeah. For reality's sake. God. <laughs> God, Squeaker. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> I just didn't um, believe that the toys were evil. I, you know, <laughs> they seemed friendly. They just misunderstood. Toys wouldn't kinda, do that. You know. But fuck those elves! <laughs> Holy shit, they come in. It was like a, a, it was like they released a frat house into it, into the house. <laughs> a frat okay. house that had been in Jim Henson's workshop and like put on a bunch of weird stuff. So. Well, the only survival training I need is my old smoke pole. And a big fat box of buckshot that I keep out in that truck. A shepherd has got to protect his flock. Honey, we said no gun talk at the dinner table. This family needs a little gun talk, whether it's at the dinner table or anywhere else. You wow. know what I'm saying? Looks like Chrissy's really enjoying my gravlax. <laughs> Careful, kids. Remember that your Aunt Sarah likes everything to be clean and perfect, and that's why she makes so much food that you can't pronounce. Well, I just thought you guys might like a break from macaroni and cheese with hot dogs. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, you were wrong. And who doesn't make a ham at Christmas? What are you now, a Jew? So, I, I've heard of the character Krampus before, but I don't, I don't really know too much about the whole like history of it or the, the origin or anything. Is any of y'all know more about that? Well, it's based off a of European folklore uh, and the. Origin stretching back to the days of Christianity, uh, who was essentially the evil twin of of Saint Nick, um, and then you know, of course, Saint Nick is, gives kids the lovely presents and all that good stuff. Where it was kind of the other way, he punished um, the bad ones. Uh, Krampus. He did. puts you in a sack now, and he takes you away. There you go. So you know, that's the only thing I really know about Krampus. <laughs> So, are friends? I mean, I guess probably not friends. But do they, are they aware of each other? Do they know each other? I think they're friends. I think they yeah. go golfing on the weekends and they drink beer together. Oh, okay. But they don't, one, you know, they work. Does. They work in different circles, certainly. <laughs> or is one the shadow of Saint Nick? You know, well, that's what so. they say in this. And right. this is he's the shadow. Uh, it's almost like Krampus uh, punishes those who don't understand or believe in christmas so it's a different it would be a different relationship if you look at it that way and that's how i felt in the movie i felt like they they work in tandem uh if you see krampus you're not going to see uh, santa if you see santa you, you're not going to see krampus well did krampus you guys think was, that krampus's punishment was um fair like did those people deserve to die for being shitty <laughs> well, well, David Keckner did. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Ah, and like that one lady Aww. just like, <laughs> she's well, like, what? They got more stuff. It was probably the Democrats. Uh, like, what? yes, it's his what? wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was funny. That was a good line. That actually works in current day. Um, it does. It's pretty funny. <laughs> but then they come together, unlike the current day. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Uh, Everyone has, I think, a redeeming quality that makes them not, they're not innocent of being shitty, but they're not 
irredeemable, you know, that everyone has a part of them that could be steered back towards good, but Krampus is not interested in changing your mind or your behavior. He's just interested in punishing. See, and that's the funny thing is that I, I don't know. I, I don't know that I agree with that statement. Because uh, when we get to the end and we, we delve into that. Uh, well, let's oh, yeah, delve because, into it. Let's yeah. delve into it. Yeah. I think we should just I mean, get right into Because he, does, right he is into second chances, but only if you face your non-believing self. Well, let's go to the end and let's just... <laughs> Let's discuss. How much did you just drink? <laughs> yeah. Like a couple of sips. I was believing My my algebra teacher used to say y'all are non-believers and like that's how I say that now. It just comes out of my mouth. Uh, that way. Okay. <laughs> because he uh so Max faces down Krampus at the end and he offers to sacrifice himself if Krampus will bring back the family. He says I know you can do this. Uh, if bring them, bring my family back. I want my family back. You can have me instead. And then they throw uh, uh, Stevie into the hole. And, yeah. uh, and then, you know, obviously Max gets thrown into the hole after saying he's sorry. He said, I'm sorry. And then Krampus drops him. And then we go to a happy Christmas morning. Everything's normal. Opens the advent calendar. There's a little Santa Claus. And, oh, uh, I want to make a note here. Advent calendars yes. don't normally have 25 days. That's true. And I noticed really? that too. Yes. Yeah. Um, How many days do they have? 24. Yes. Because you sp- it's- the 25th is Christmas. And right. You're, that's like your present ah. is Christmas. Oh, all right. Very yeah. good. Very good. Sorry to interrupt you. But it's, that, that's, that was something I noticed. And they did, n- I noticed that they. I don't know. I don't know. In the. In the animation, they actually had one on the wall, too, which was kind of interesting. The same exact um, uh, size, design, everything as the one that was in the room. So I I thought that was kind of an interesting twist back to the two. And it's a copy of the um, director's advent calendar. Mm. They just scanned it and, like, made a digital one for the animation Nice. So at the end, that happens. He opens the box, and there's the the little... Krampus sleigh bell thing, and mm-hmm. uh, everyone kind of has a freak out moment, and then they pan back, and it's a snow globe. They're in a snow globe. Now, how did you guys take the ending of this movie? Well, I thought that was interesting. There was a couple of things in there that were really twist. One was the waking up, mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. if this was a whole dream, and then two, there's the snow globe effect. Um, so both of them being almost kind of a mix-up, so you can't tell whether it was a dream or whether this is real. There's, or, so there's I think that leads out to Between those two, though, there's like this moment of everybody realizing, like, did we all have the same dream? They're all they're, everybody's mm-hmm. face drops, and they all look at each other like, you did, you know, you had that dream, you had that dream, you're like, what's going on? And then we pan out mm-hmm. right, to the St. Right. Elsewhere snow globe. So are you... The, <laughs> the St. Elsewhere snow globe. <laughs> Excellent. Are we, do you guys take it as that he was redeemed and now they're going to have... I mean, they're having a nice Christmas, but they're still under the watchful eye of Krampus? Yeah. Or is that how you take it? Okay, because that's how I took it. I, I took it but as yeah. that each one of those... 
snow globes is a different reality uh, for mm-hmm. you know each place, and, and especially since we know that the like the you know Bates uh, house is in there, and I think the director's house is in there, and there's all these different houses, and it's almost like the dreams of reality are inside that globe, and so I kind of took that meaning, you know, that each person and each family maybe has their own sort of interpretation. Um, and then, and I think it, it works to the story. Um, you know, the dream part threw me because now then it's like they all wake up and then we go to the, like you were talking about Laura, them finding the ornament and him open it. And then everyone's looking like, Oh, sh- is this going to happen again? Or, you know, we're all here now. And what we just went through was maybe a dream and this is it and that was kind of the way I took the you know the interpretation of it so now there's another version they shot of that scene that's on the uh, at least on the version I watched and he opens the little uh, the Krampus gift and he gets this really like mind numbing look on his face like he remembers everything but nobody else acknowledges it and they just mm-hmm. keep going on laughing and having fun and enjoying christmas that's how and i it thought weird. it was going to be i i didn't think anyone else was going to acknowledge any uh, of it uh. because i really thought it was a lesson just for him i didn't think it was a lesson for everyone I, because it was so hyper focused on him and he's the only one that can save the rest of them Mm-hmm. So, like, when they all are like, holy shit, did that happen? I was like, wow, okay, that happened. But I think happen. they all did change. Even David Keckner's character, when he sees Max, he's like, oh, hey, there you are, kiddo. We thought the sugar plum fairies might have got you. And, like, there's no, like, slam or, or put down or anything. And even yeah. though he he and the kids stuffed an animal for them or whatever and had to fix the foot. <laughs> You know, the look on David Keckner's face is really sweet and, like, very, like, about – it felt like they all had discovered the gift of, of giving in the, the miracle of Christmas. The miracle of Christmas. I, I like the – The sacrifice of Christmas. I like mm-hmm. the fact that everyone had that same expression on their face when they saw it mm-hmm. because I think that ties back to each individual, you know, of – this is a reality possibly, you know, this is part, you know, this, you know, but they don't still know. And if you're in this globe, you don't know that you're in this globe. You think that, you know, I mean, maybe if you're in there, the storms outside for, you know, six months, like kind of like the virus is right now, maybe you would know, but, uh, you know, maybe we're all in a snow globe right now, you know? So, and that, and I think that kind of ties back into the story of like this is about each individual of trying to do the right thing, and I think that's where they kind of tried to go and make the right decision. That's what that's what I got out of it. I had read somewhere on the internet people thought that maybe it was they are now they have to relive Christmas Day over and over again, and it just didn't really make sense to me the where they were getting that from. No, well, that I would be Krampus Groundhog Day. Yeah. It yeah. would be our happy yeah. death day to me. Yeah, yes. Krampus style. <laughs> yeah. Good. The end. The end. <laughs> <laughs> I love Krampus. <laughs> it was good. Thank you. We're leaving right after Christmas, so we only have to survive another three days. I don't get it. Every year gets worse. Why do we have to put up with their crap just because we share DNA? 
Because that's what a family is, Max. People you try to be friends with, even though you don't have a whole lot in common. But why? Because. Well, okay, you kind of got me there. Or maybe it makes us work a little harder to find what we do have in common, you know? Put everything aside, think of other people for a change. Friends, family, even the assholes you normally can't stand. Like Uncle Howard? Didn't want to name names. Dad, do you really believe in all that? I want to, Max. But hey, but there's still time to drop that letter in the mailbox. Huh? How does this rank in your Christmas movies? Because I, I think this is a Christmas movie, and I think it's that's what makes it. <laughs> you think? Well, that's what <laughs> makes it that's makes a very it special. Brave opinion to have. I mean, is it a horror? <laughs> is it a Christmas movie? Is it a comedy? Does it? Where does it set? Yes. Yes. But d where does Ooh. this set in your? Uh, in your all-time Christmas movies. It's going to be part of my... Like, I have some things I watch Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, like uh, Christmas Story, uh, It's a Wonderful Life. There is a Christmas episode of Super of Supernatural that I watch uh, every Christmas Eve because it's really sweet. But then the weeks leading up, I have stuff like Die Hard, and uh, Krampus will join that and Better Watch Out. And probably now Rare Exports will join that list. Of uh, I'm not a black Christmas watcher every year. Did you see the new one? Hated it. Really? Did you see it? Because I really, you no, I, I like the, um, what is it, 74 version mm -hmm. with uh, Yeah, Mario you like Kidder. the original one, yeah. which is the one that started it. But then they did another one in like 2006, I think. And then they, maybe they did it. And then they did the most recent one, which fucking sucked. You suck it, sucked. It's horrible. They tried to give it some sort of social commentary. How did you really oh, feel about that Oh, I don't that need one, a Patrick? message in my movie. Um, <laughs> seven out of ten. <laughs> Not really. No, hated it. But yeah, I have uh, this will be Krampus will be on the the weeks leading up to Christmas Day for me. I think. Yeah, me too. I I, I like it. I'll put it in the rotation. Squeaker, where, how far away at the bottom will this one be for you? No, I don't know. I think this is probably number one. On at the my bottom? Least favorite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, this I mean this doesn't even rank. I'll never think about this movie again, I don't think. Um, but Oh, you will when we more, bring it up every that's podcast. Right. <laughs> that's right. From now on. Remember Squeaker during the Krampus podcast? You'll never get those day. 99 minutes back. Um, like Whiplash no, I mean, now. I, I don't know. I don't know if we're talking about other Christmas movies. I always like Scrooged. I don't think Scrooged gets brought up a lot. Um, oh, that's, that's like, my favorite one. Christmas, but, it, but I think that is a great movie. Yeah. 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 yeah definitely. I, I think Scrooge is, is a really definitely one of those. And, uh, you know, movies yeah. like Love Actually and stuff like that are, you know, always entertaining. That wasn't playing on anything this year. So I, I'm not going to see Love Actually this year, I don't think. Because it's sure a pile it's of be, shit. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. What? Do you oh, not like you it? I never no, enjoyed it. Either. I don't like I do. it. I do. I think it's a great. I think is it a rom-com? It, it is. It's a romantic comedy. Uh, and, um, it's, it's full know. of like people you like betraying each other. And you're like, what the oh. fuck? What the f like, why would I like you doing that? Like, I I know you're with my best friend, but um, I'm going to profess my undying love for you. And uh, bye. Like, well, what? Like, why are you going to do that? But that happens <laughs> in real life. And I think that's why I like that, that story. Is that There's people that end up... He, 
you know, respect. And do I agree? Do I agree with that? No, but that's the reality of what real people are. And there is that. I get enough of real people in reality every day. I don't need no more real people in my movies. Sorry, that was a little rednecky of me. (laughs) (laughs) So what she's really saying is she just wants to watch the Muppets. She doesn't want any real people. I would settle for the Muppets. Um, if you could I watched see... the Muppets Christmas Carol. Which I mean is yes! great. It's a yes. great one. Yeah. Yes. I've watched like five different versions of a Christmas Carol this year, if you count Scrooge. How many are Alistair there, Sin. do you think? There are just a ridiculous, ridiculous Hundreds. amount. Yeah, because a friend of mine, she uh, wrote to me today and she goes, hey, have you seen the uh, uh, Patrick Stewart version of Christmas Carol? And I'm like, no, I haven't. Yeah. But I've seen the Alistair Sim one. I've seen uh, the one they did like last year is a three-parter with Andy Serkis and uh, Guy Pierce. Ooh. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's a three-hour uh, crazy-ass dark version of it. And uh, Mickey's Christmas Carol. <laughs> I've seen I used to have the, the record Christmas of that. Aw. And there's so Rachel. many good ones. And then, I mean, I love like Elf. I mean, it's such a fun movie Elf. to watch at yeah. this time of year and – I've never been an elf person. Really? I saw it in the theater and I went, all right, Will uh, Ferrell's doing his thing. Oh, I think it's just classic, funny, like, you know. It's super sweet. Yes, yes. Um, well, what about Gremlins, you know, from 1984? That was a mm. Christmas movie. That's a good one. Right? You know? Yeah. It is. Yeah. I, I forget Home about Alone. Home Alone. Home Alone, also. definitely. I watched Home Alone 1 and 2 this year. I don't nice. like part 2 particularly. I don't really care for part 2, but the first one's good. Yeah, and we talk about rare exports. I mean that that one there. Oh, really, that's really just, good. It is, and I, I I think that would be one that you know down the road I'm sure we'll end up jumping on maybe next Christmas or something. But uh, there you go. It's a I watch better. Watch out every Christmas now. I want to see I that. I haven't seen that yet. It, I think it's on Amazon Prime. Excellent. And of course, we left out uh, Christmas Story. That's one too. Oh, it's a standard. I mentioned yeah. that. I watch yeah. that every year. I have the yeah. Steel Book or something of that. Do y'all get into like the Rudolph Frosty, the ones that people say they watch yes. every year? The Rankin Bass I'm not, ones. I'm not into that. I mean, I'm I, not I, into that uh, either. Maybe way back when Santa's I was a kid, dick but, in those. Yeah, and of course, <laughs> Die Hard is a you know uh, definitely Lethal Weapon yeah. is a Christmas movie too. You know, was Lethal uh, Weapon. Yeah. yeah. But to answer Squeaker, I always watch Rudolph every year, and The Little Drummer Boy, which makes me cry like a bitch. Uh, <laughs> you're without a Santa Claus, and Santa Claus is coming to town. What about the one the one about Misfit Toys? You watch that one? That's Rudolph. Is it? Yeah. That's not, that's not like a separate one, like with Hermie no, and... It's, that's he all He wants to be a Rudolph. dentist? That's all yeah. Rudolph? Yeah. Well, Herbie not wants to it. be a dentist. <laughs> Here's a question for you. Can you watch a Christmas movie in like July? Does it feel weird? Sure. There are no <laughs> rules. Um, Very few that I would probably do that to. Um... I mean, I, I do. I would probably watch Love Actually, you know, once again. I uh, like that. Love you know? Actually. <laughs> and I know some people don't, but. Um, Jingle all the way. I'd watch that in July. There you go. I don't think I've watched that ever. Really? <laughs> I would watch it. Elf and, and probably in Christmas, uh, you know, another time too. So another one. I used um, to watch, uh, I thought it was a Christmas movie, but it's not. It's March of the Wooden Soldiers, Laurel and Hardy. Mm. Oh, and yeah. Actually, I think it used to play around Thanksgiving or, or before Christmas because they're getting ready for Christmas. 
they are not actually celebrating Christmas. Well, since it's this time of year, what movies have you been watching lately? Uh, anything, any TV shows or things that you guys have been watching? Or not? I got, I got uh, two excellent <laughs> movies at the Dollar Tree. I'm sorry, I keep telling the Dollar Tree. Oh, that's right. But, um, okay, so I, I brought them to yeah, show you. Have I stock know in listeners at home, you can't, um, you can't see, but I got Final Girls and I got Murder Party. And they are both excellent. Excellent. I, don't I know like if you Final guys have, Girls. Final Girls Final is really Girls good. was so good. It was so much better than the average like run-of-the-mill slasher movie. It had lots of nice twists and turns. It was sort of like a Groundhog Day meets a slasher camp movie. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Excellent. Loved it. I haven't seen Murder Party, so I'm not sure. Murder Party is like... Um, I, I want to say it's kind of like an office killer movie, but it's really not. It's it's like this guy gets invited to a party that he thinks is just a party and they want to kill him. And uh, he has to just survive oh. the night. And it is wild, wacky stuff. There's a movie that a friend of mine recommended when he saw that I was watching Better Watch Out called Mercy Christmas, which is available on Amazon Prime right now. And it's basically <laughs> an office type of Christmas thing where this guy gets invited to uh, a Christmas celebration with, and they're cannibals. So they're basically Ooh. looking to eat him. And it's okay. Cute. I'm gonna watch it's very, that. It's very indie indie film feeling. Uh, it almost feels like one of those movies that Hulu makes every month for horror, like twelve months of horror, because mm-hmm. they've had Christmas ones too and Halloween ones. I'm trying to plug into that. Hmm. Uh, it was cute. It's worth a watch. I, I don't think it's going to join the regular, you know, rotation because Christmas cannibals. I don't know. You know. Well, like you got a lot of Christmas movies to cram into. Yeah, the season. And this is the time of you know watching a lot of those things. So uh, yeah, we can't we can't watch them all. Right. You guys watching any normal movies? I know Tenet came out. I watched Tenet. Um, um, you like? And I've watched it like, it like two and a half times now. Mm-hmm. Um, I I did like it. Uh, there's things about it that I don't like about it. Um, not to give away too much about the storyline and all that kind of stuff. There's a lot of like parts in the film um, that bother me from the filmmaking side of it where there were um, cuts where the hand is on the chin and then it cuts to another shot and the hand is down low which oh, continuity it, stuff lots okay. of continuity issues uh, I mean I know hmm. like four big ones that really sort of that, you know they take me out of the story which you don't expect from like a Christopher Nolan and this kind of high-end kind of film for whatever reason Um and maybe those were the best takes and he went with it and, you know, wanted to be a little bit, but it really bothered me on that part of it. But the story is very interesting. The sound design is absolutely amazing. Amazing. And That's I, and what I did Laura not see goes to see movies for. Yeah. She, yeah oh, uh, but it, that sound design is my, is my thing. It is. <laughs> but it is, in this case, it works for the story so well. Like without people this, always bitch about his his uh, soundtracks being too loud and blah blah. blah. Well, this I'm is like, a very loud, bang. loud soundtrack, um, and I didn't see it in the theater, so I don't know. You know, it wasn't like you know his last. Movie. Is this one of the ones released to HBO? Is this a Warner Brothers released to HBO? Um, I don't this think was released so. In I think theaters, theaters, and, and, and now it's on DVD right now. Yeah, and, now okay. it's, and, 
yeah. and you can buy it. Um, it's, uh, but I really, once once again, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I've been each time I watch it, I get something new out of it, and I think it's just a really good film. And it's probably, I will say, now it is the best film that I've seen this year. Now that doesn't put it. There's not a lot that's come out. In this. I know when there's only been five movies. That right, <laughs> it's not not on that. You know, <clears throat> Uncle Frank was there number one until this. Um, Train to Busan too. <laughs> yeah, but but what but I do like about this is there about Mulan. He does do a different take on this kind of uh, time travel type thing that he plays. Oh, time so travel! You say it's got oh. a little bit of time travel, a little bit of. Uh, in a different way, and I, I'm not going to give. Away, I don't want to give away too much about yeah, it. Don't, so. don't don't say much. Yeah, but uh, say but little. It's worth watching. I highly recommend watching it. So, um, and then I watched another film that was very bizarre, and it's you know uh, Christmas Chronicles Two in fabric. <laughs> it's called In Fabric, um, and I've never watched a film where a dress was actually the antagonist. Um, and so that's what happens in this, and it's a very different telling on this. Sort Sounds of, foreign. It, it's uh, no, and it's not, and it's but it it has a very <laughs> artsy feel to it, and uh, okay. I, I wasn't blown away by it. It's not my type of film, but I was entertained all the way through it, and it had sort of a kind of a creepiness about it, a very different perspective uh and i never got bored watching it but i wasn't like it wasn't a film that i just kind of went away and said this is something i want to buy and put in my collection yeah did you see rubber about the tire yes yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I uh, it, it has a little <clears throat> bit of that feel to it um the it kind of reminds me of um, what's that bed that kills movie Oh, the deathbed, the bed that eats. Deathbed. <laughs> mm-hmm. We have that upstairs. <laughs> I knew you did, of course. Of course. <laughs> oh, you know what I watched for hmm. uh, that I haven't seen in ages with these the uh, abominable Doctor Fibes. Ooh. I was really getting pissed off because I, when I was a kid, I learned about horror movies from books my brother had. They were like, you know, uh, books about horror movies. So it had these stills from all these movies that Vincent Price had been in, and I maybe saw Abominable Dr. Fobbs when I was a kid, but uh, it's hard to find now. I had to get it on a, like Amazon or Best Buy, and it was like on a, a double bill with some other Vincent Price movie that I can't get through because it sucks. <laughs> scream and Scream Again or something like that. Oh, and, uh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, a it's, tough a, one. it's a no fun. But Abominable Dr. Fobbs is fun. It's like Theater, uh, uh, theater of Blood. Another oh, Vincent that's Price a really fun one, too. I love that one. Emma Peel or uh, the, uh, Diana Rigg. Squeakers, is there anything you've seen this uh, this week? Christmas. Uh, I think I told y'all I um I kind of kept the theme going after Vertigo and watched a few other Hitchcock movies. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you yes. watched all the Hitchcock movies. I watched a few. I watched Rear Window, The Birds, and Psycho. Wow. I thought I had seen Psycho before. I'd never seen it before. So um, oh, wow. first I've got time the entire- seeing all three of them. I've got the entire Alfred Hitchcock collection, so if you want to um, oh, wow. jump in and see like all of there them, there you go. Yeah, it's got like Sabrina and all those kind of. And things. if you want one that's not Hitchcock, see Psycho Two. It's really funny. I was yeah. just gonna say that. Yeah, I a, love that is Psycho actually a good one. I didn't. Think, <laughs> I was like afraid that they were gonna they were gonna mess that up. But, I looked at like, four a, or five of them. 
Yeah. There are, but yeah. I only told you the one I liked. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Psycho 2 is the only one you need to watch. Right. 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 Uh, and I was an usher in a movie theater when I was a kid and when Psycho 2 came out. And I saw that movie a lot. And you still it like it. It is fun. It is it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. Lots of- well, guys, this has been a lot of fun, <laughs> speaking of. And hey, we want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas. And thank you for you know listening to the show. Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah and happy uh, Kwanzaa. Happy nothing if you don't celebrate anything. Happy However, you Krampus knocked. In your house Most importantly, right. Krampus knocked. That's right. And happy New New Year. Are we going to have a new? What the fuck is Krampus knocked? No. <laughs> Krampus knocked is the night that Krampus comes to get you because you've been bad. Yes. You're not going to come to my house. Oh, uh, yeah, he's scheduled to come to your house, I'm a for good, sure. I'm a yeah. good boy. Mm-hmm. I know I'm talking like I'm Cajun. Mm-hmm. I am good boy. Yes. <laughs> oh, no, I am. Well, I'm a good boy. He don't come here. <laughs> well, make sure you uh, check out some of our other uh, podcasts, too. and Like Whiplash. Because this is yeah. like number 31, and we've got 30 other ones that you can kind of check out. And, and House. Yes. 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 Somebody go listen to House because poor House doesn't get me wrong. I know it's pretty. Okay. It's pretty fucking lonely. There's a lot of good ones there, and 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 we have a lot of. Uh, when you listen, you'll catch a lot of other uh, little tidbits for films and stuff that we talk about. So, anyway, we want to thank you. And hey, listen, uh, just be safe out there during the holiday season. And you know, and I know there's a lot of people that are going through a lot of struggles and all that kind of right now. And we just want to just say, look, you know, always reach out to somebody if you're feeling lonely or not feeling like that uh, the world is in the best place for you. Just make sure you reach out to someone that's a good person and, and have a conversation with them and talk uh, because it's uh, it's going to be a tough time through the holidays for a lot of people. And, and we just, Yeah, don't be afraid to reach out, even yeah. if you just message us. That's right. Message you us. Know? Hit us up on We're Facebook. Uh, you know, Instagram, drop us an email, Facebook. Instagram. We'll we'll try to get back to you as soon as we can, and we know we're, we're here for you, so uh, that's a big thing. We'll get back to you as soon as we have nothing going on, which will be immediately. Immediately. That's right. <laughs> yes, I know. Yeah, that's right. pretty much starting now. Now. <laughs> yeah. and we'll be sitting in the corner. That's right. We'll be waiting for your calls. Yeah, uh, yeah. So thanks Phone again. lines are open. Yes, thanks again. <laughs> we we love you and uh, you know hope you have a wonderful holiday with your family and enjoy. Happy holidays. We love you. Be safe. It's getting late. Beth should be home by now. She's fine. She's at Derek's. <laughs> All the more reason to worry. Hey, hon, relax. Just for once, okay? How's everybody else doing? Mm, you know. Cranky, bored, sick of the snow, and each other. It's the season. God, I miss us. Thank you for listening to Adult Beverage Film Podcast. This podcast has been brought to you by our sponsors, Bricks Wood Fired Pizza, where they bring people together. They also have some of the best adult beverages around, so check them out. Be sure to visit adultbeverage.net on the web to find out more interesting facts about films and exciting bonus material. 
You have just listened to Laura, Patrick, and Kent, and Squeaker. Love our podcast? Head over to your favorite platforms such as Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes to subscribe, rate, review. That's this week's episode of Adult Beverage Film Podcast, and thank you for listening.